weekend, though, we went and did a wedding for a church family in Bend, Oregon. And then we drove down to Reading for church on Sunday. And so we went to morning service and evening service and uh, put up our receiving cups and did a lot of basking. Uh, it was also 117 degrees the day we arrived in Reading. So our hearts are grateful for the Northwest. Glory to God. And then we came up the Oregon coast and came home. We had a great time. And then uh, I got up at 2.05 the next morning and flew to Pasadena and went to the Global Alliance Conference with uh, all of the uh, team, the HROC uh, and the HIM team, Harvest International Ministry team, uh, which was really cool as well. Uh, I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that. This morning I've got five of these books. Uh, this is a book I've been talking about for some weeks uh, and uh, so I ordered more of them because uh, we, you know, we got a few in. They disappeared quickly. Uh, this is a book that is just awesome. Uh, YWAM is now making this required reading for their students, uh, and so that's kind of fun because it's got a lot of uh, a lot of historical breakthroughs. What God has done through history, the last 2,000 years, through believers, through the church, through laid-down lovers. Uh, And so this is just an awesome book. If you want one, I've got five. Put up a hand. They're $15. Okay, five of you rush the platform. Quickly, whoever gets here gets it. $15 a piece. You can pass later. They're $15. Yeah, you pay, pay bill over at the table. $15, $15, pay a bill at the table afterwards, $15. Okay, so, so leaders are readers and readers are leaders. This is, this is some of the finest church history educational material on the planet as well, but it will ignite something in you that will be powerful. That's part of why we want you to read it. Those of you that just, we're, you know, we're not saying you all got to read it, but, uh, but, but if you got a heart for something like this, it's, uh, it talks about how that out of the church, historically, and he, and he proves it. This guy probably read a thousand books to write that one book. And he talks about how out of the church, historically, has, has sprung technology, has sprung education, has sprung medicine. Every single thing we have in the West has sprung up out of the church. Uh, and it really, it, it's one of those things that will just uh, activate within you a craving uh, to to not let the sun set on the God of the West and the West who's known their God. So how many of you, uh, how many more want that book? Put up a hand. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're married. Eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. Okay, so I'm going to order more copies this week. Uh, off of my Prime account, and they'll just come, and we'll have them next week. Okay? Is that all right? So uh, I want to talk a little bit about, um, uh, and I don't have a lot of time, but I want to encourage you. We are going into kind of a series. Our intention was to go into a series uh, on how God is leavening the earth uh, uh, and how he's touching the Hindu, the Muslim, the Buddhist, and uh, we're in the midst right now of an, a massive uh, global revival. God is moving powerfully everywhere. Uh, and it's so congruent with our way of thinking that the kingdom is growing, not shrinking, that we're looking for one rule. We're, we're actually looking for one world government. 
under Jesus, not the Antichrist. And uh, we are Isaiah 9, 6, and 7 people of the increase of the government of his peace, there shall be no end. And that's our heart. That's our, and so we're seeing this happen. And that book will show you it's been happening for 2,000 years. It's not stopping. God is moving powerfully in the nations right now. Uh, and uh, the last two days, I got to spend time with people out of 65 nations. HIM is one of the largest networks uh, in, on the globe, and it represents uh, Patricia King and Mark Sharona and Lance Walnow and, and uh, uh, Leanne Sequana was there. We have 25,000 uh, church groups in our network worldwide in 65 nations. Uh, but Leanne has 25,000 churches, house churches alone in northern India. 100,000 people a year are coming to the Lord in northern India, abandoning uh, Hinduism, abandoning uh, Sikh uh, religion influences, every religious influence. They're walking away from it. They're walking in signs and wonders, healing, manifestations of all the gifts of the Spirit. The outpouring of the Spirit is happening powerfully in northern India. And uh, they're, they're shutting down brothels in every city. Northern India has 40% of the world's sex trafficking. It's being shut down in those cities. They're opening schools now. God is moving powerfully. And it's all through indigenous ministries. Uh, and we're a part of that. That's a part of HIM. In fact, is when you give and you give, and we tie them to HIM, by the way. So when you give into all of this, we're giving into all of these ministries that are t- taking place uh, all across the globe, and and uh, uh, the covenant of HIM is that that a hundred percent of this money that we give is going directly into these missions and these ministries, and it's uh, it's it's amazing what's going on. Okay, so I want to talk to you about that. Just encourage you in that. And what came to me this morning is that just we're seeing uh, we're coming to a, a tipping point. Um, you know. We're coming to like a critical mass in the spirit realm where, uh, where something powerful is going on and, and, uh, and kind of the emphasis of Malcolm Gladwell's uh, book on the tipping point is that it's little, it's little, it's the little incremental things. It's, it's the little things that even a small group of people do that brings forth a tipping point. It's Pareto's law. It's, it's what 20% are doing that is actually creating a tidal wave to move the other 80%. And, and it, uh, I'm just so encouraged, and you and I, we all need to be so encouraged that, that God is moving powerfully through the charismatic, the spirit-filled, the believing church, the yes church, the now church, the faith-filled church, the agree with God church. God is moving so powerfully that we're, that we're seeing a Pareto law working. We're seeing a tipping point come. We're seeing a critical mass moment happening throughout the, the earth that is this moving the hand of God, and we're coming into a greater expression of it as we are pressing in for more of God. Wow. Amen? Um, we, we got to hear from Lou Engle. I'll try to, I'll try to just share some of these things. Lou, uh, Lou is like the... Uh, he's the earth mover of HIM and Harvest Rock. 
uh, and Lou would just, Lou makes you cry when you hear him uh, talk, and uh, so the original revelation on Lou 20 years ago uh, was to redig the wells of revival, and he became really the spiritual prayer warrior for HROC, for HIM, for this network that we're in, uh, and, uh, and God so needs this. Lou is... Uh, this this is like a, he has a gift of intercession on him, uh, like a like a Reese Howells. He has a gift of intercession on him that's just that's just it blows you away. It, it just makes you weep, and uh, it's just it's powerful. He's been on fourteen forty day fasts. Uh, God gave him the word of Azusa Street. God gave him the word of the call. The first call was like in 06, and four hundred and fifty thousand people gathered on the Washington Mall to pray, and they had come to pray and fast, and, uh, and, and he has been a catalyst for great things. God gave him an original dream that he would redig the wells of revival, and he saw in a vision, he saw a shovel, and then later God upgraded that with a new and a fresh dream, and he said, you're going to need an excavator or a, 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 a bulldozer. And when the bulldozer went by in the dream, he saw the back of it, and it said Elijah on the back of it. And he's been developing an Elijah company, but God began to call him to end the 40-day fasting when that happened. And, and, and now God recently began to speak over him in these dreams and said that I'm giving you a bomb. The bulldozer is now, it's time for an upgrade. You're going to have an atomic bomb. And uh, so God led him to this book that Frank Hall wrote in 1946 called The Atomic Bomb of Prayer and Fasting. And so, uh, uh, what was yesterday? Saturday. So Friday, Friday though, he calls all of HIM to a 40-day fast. And like we are weeping and I'm telling you, God is about to do something so amazing. God has knit him, Lou, uh, now into places in Europe. There's a revival springing up in Europe. There's an evangelist there filling 10,000 seat auditoriums and stadiums. Uh, with people coming to hear about God in like a Billy Graham style conversion and they're coming to the Lord across Europe and God knit him to that person and that person to, uh, to Lou and, and this, uh, and he's asking Lou now to partner with him to raise up 10,000 Europeans who will fast for 40 days for a revival in Europe. And, and there's an atomic bomb about to be loosed as believers begin to re-embrace a grace to fast and pray for breakthrough in our nations and begin to bring imprecatory prayers, prayers of judgment and power over darkness out of the throne room. And, and you know, I'm telling you, God's wow. This is a, we're in a wow season. I mean, I'm telling you, this, if you haven't been excited, you're about to get excited. Woo! And the fun thing about this, it's not a tomorrow word. I, I want to encourage you that yes, 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 yes. I mean, yes, revival is right around the corner. And yes, awakening is right around the corner. And yes, but, but I, I want to just announce to you that it's here as well. Look at somebody and say, it's here. Look at somebody and say, he's here. There's a fresh outpouring that is here right now, right now, right now. And we are going to be in the midst of it. 
We are in the midst of it. Amen? So I want to encourage you in some of that. I really believe that God is going to be uh, calling many of you as well uh, in the heart of the discussions of our network. Uh, This is God orchestrating so many things for the one billion the one billion harvest. There's a one billion harvest that God put on the heart of, uh, of uh, Mike Bickle, and he put it on the heart prophetically of Bob Jones, and that word came forth, and IHOP was really raised up as a response to that one billion harvest thrust, and, 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 and the, the founder uh, uh, as well of YWAM and so many ministries have had in their heart this prophetic cry for a one billion soul harvest. And God's getting ready to do it. Come on, give him a hand. Give him a hand. Give him a hand. I know one of the things that came to me this morning, uh, just, just ramping up into this morning, is that we want to, we want to have our hearts ready for this. And I believe that was kind of the emphasis and is the emphasis of this morning, but it's also the emphasis of this season uh, that, and I know that uh, I'm going to be lifting something out of context when I talk about Matthew 25 in this way, uh, but, uh, but there, were, there were foolish virgins and there were wise virgins And they were all waiting for the groom to come. And some let their oil run out and they weren't paying attention to their own oil. Do you follow what I'm saying? Uh, But the wise were paying attention and they were keeping their oil replenished. And I believe that it's it's really a word for us out of context. Metaphorically, I'm lifting it out of the context of its Matthew 25 meaning, and I'm saying that God is importing it into our hearts right now in this context, that we would be wise, wise ones who are ready for a visitation of our groom, not knowing what hour he's coming with something fresh on our hearts, something fresh in our ministry, something fresh in our own lives, something fresh in our church, that we would keep the oil stocked up. That we would keep the oil stocked up. And I believe that this is part of what the Holy Spirit's saying right now, is that He wants a ready bride. He wants a, a yes bride. He wants an attentive bride who is, who is keeping their hearts filled with anticipation, filled with the Spirit, filled with the presence of the Spirit, anointed, anointed people who are drawing water out of the, wa- out of the wells of salvation, Isaiah 55. We can draw water out of the wells of salvation. Amen? So this is, uh, this is what I believe is... Uh, our emphasis this morning, and I'm going to move there quickly um, because we're going to close uh, with just encouraging and allowing you to be stirred up in your inner man as if you haven't already been. John chapter 4, Jesus said, I must go 
to Samaria. Uh, And verse 7, there came a woman of Samaria to draw water. And Jesus said to her, give me a drink. It was a trick. Sometimes he will trick you. Sometimes things that he's saying to you are to draw you in. He's trying to draw you in to a deeper place. Say yes to that. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Therefore, the Samaritan woman said to him, Now, this is a woman who was disqualified. The Samaritans were half-breeds. They were considered dogs. But he said, I must go through Samaria. And he comes to make a visitation there and to release something in Samaria on those who saw themselves as outside, as worthless, as those who did not qualify for an outpouring of the Spirit of God. And if that's you this morning, he's qualified you. He's qualifying you now. And he's saying, you are the one I'm after. I want to pour out a freshness on you. Yes. Yes. And she said, how is it that you, being a Jew, ask me for a drink since I'm a Samaritan woman? And Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God, if you knew the gift of God, obviously she didn't. But he's enticing her. He's a master communicator, a master evangelist. If you knew the gift of God and who it is that says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him. And he would have given you living water. Everybody say living water. Living water. water. You are a partaker of living water. But I want you to see something. We're going to go on. She said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where would you get that living water? You are not greater than our father Jacob, are you, who gave us the well and drank of himself with his sons and cattle? And Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will thirst again. But whoever drinks of the water that I give him shall never thirst But the water that I will give him will become in him. Now, I want you to see this. I want you to see this that we're about to read right now. The water that I give him, we know it's spiritual water. We know it's the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We know it's the... It's the deposit of the Holy Spirit within. We know that it's the stamp of God within the heart. We know it's that which comes from Jesus. He says, the water that I give him will become in him a well of water springing up to eternal life. This is crazy. He says that when he puts water in you, when he makes a deposit of the Spirit within you, it becomes a well of water. It becomes a well of water. And this well of water is within you so that you can get more water anytime you need more water. Does anybody ever need more water? Paul says we understand the spirit realm by looking at the natural realm. Sometimes in the natural realm, we dry out. Sometimes we dry out. Sometimes all that we have has been spent 
It's been evaporated. It's been just talking alone. They say that right now I should be drinking about 16 ounces of water because there's so much vapor coming out. When you talk, there's just all of this moisture coming out, and that's why we have your seats back away so it doesn't land on you. Everybody said yes to that. Glory. So sometimes we dry out. Have you ever felt dried out spiritually? This is what was happening with those those that were waiting for the groom. They had an appointment with the groom. They knew the groom was coming, but they didn't know exactly when the groom was coming. But they let their oil run out. But you don't have to let that which is in you run out. The oil, the wine, the precious water, the living water, you don't have to let it run out because you have now within you a well of water. And that well of water will actually give you a drink every time you want, desire, or need a drink as you simply begin to dig in, draw up out of your spirit man the presence of the Holy Spirit who brings the essence of Jesus into the midst of your own heart, when you draw into that, you're actually drawing up His life within you. There's a well of water in you that springs up as you begin to fetch, as you begin to draw up out of that well. Yes? Even the children are shouting yes. Did you hear it? It was pretty good. Hallelujah. And, and I believe the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit wants us, uh, oh my goodness, don't look at the world situation and uh, begin to wring your hands. Don't let yourself get discouraged. Don't let yourself get despairing. Don't shut off the news more. Shut off the Facebook more. Shut off. See, we're supposed to be led by the Spirit, not led by the world. We're led by the Holy Spirit, not led by circumstances. We're led by the Word of God. The Word and the Spirit are one. We're not led by all these external mechanisms and all of these things that cause maybe, as you examine them too deeply, worry or fear, distrust. Remember what Ecclesiastic says. Ecclesiastic says, if the farmer pays attention to the weather, he might not even sow. If the farmer pays attention to the weather, he might not even sow. So the farmer can't be paying attention. You, you, you right now, you are pressing into something rich in God. God is announcing this is my season. He's going to work everything Everything that the enemy thinks is just a real winner, he's going to work it to the gain and the increase of the kingdom. Oh, come on. They were testifying uh, out of Germany. They were testifying out of Europe. They were testifying how, how uh, I mean, one of their, there's a lady named Yvette. Yvette has... Yvette lives in Pasadena. She's an HIM partner, but she was raised in Egypt. She has a doctorate degree. Uh, you can look up her website, Road. Roads of Success. You can read about Yvette. This woman has one of the number one television shows broadcast into Egypt and into Iran and Iraq and all of these. And people are getting born again like crazy and coming to the Lord. And, and there are just all these testimonies how that, that, that everybody's worried about these refugees, but it's, these, it's, it's all of this that God is using 
to win them, to bring them, to, to, to lead their hearts to Jesus. And they're coming to the Lord by the thousands. The Holy Spirit is not going to lose this battle. And He's calling a people that would knit themselves to Him that would be ready, that would be alive, that would be quickened, who would have that well of revival on the inside of them, stirred up and awakened. Stirred up, awakened, full of oil. Keep yourselves full of oil. Ephesians 5.15. I need the band to come. Therefore, be careful how you walk, not as unwise, but wise. Make the most of your time because the days are evil. So then do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And be not drunk with wine, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms, in hymns, in spiritual songs. Run around singing and making melody in your heart unto the Lord. That's our DNA. That's the kind of people we are. That's our makeup and our framework. We are those who keep the oil refreshed within. John seven thirty seven. On the last day, on the great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. And he who believes in me, as the scripture said, out of his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke of the Spirit, whom those who believed in Him were to receive, for the Spirit had not yet been given, for Jesus had not yet been glorified. When He arrived in the heavenlies, He poured out His Spirit on us. Church, come on, stand with me this morning as I continue on with another verse or two. And I want you to just begin to put your hands out. We're going to dim the lights. And I want you to just begin to put your hands in receiving mode. And some of you maybe touch your heart and, and just begin to stir up your inward man a little bit this morning. Paul said to Timothy, 2 Timothy 1.6, For this re- reason I remind you to fan into flame. Stir up, stir up, stir up. Stir up, one translation says, fan into flame. Another translation says, kindle afresh, kindle. And, and, the, and the Greek word there, it shows the very thing that we use to, to get a fire going. We take, we take cedar and we take uh, uh, something that's got a lot of pitch to it and it's really dry, but it's got that oily pitch to it and we break it up into little chunks and we, and we put that, those little parts of that cedar underneath that fire. Kindle afresh. Kindle afresh the gift of God within you. Kindle afresh the gift of God within you. Kindle afresh the gift of God within you which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Many of us have received the outpouring of the Spirit. We've received the anointing of the Spirit by the laying on of hands. It's a common thing. But now you have a well within you. Now you have a well within you. 
you have the very essence of Jesus within you. While I'm talking, those of you that have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and, and you've received the expression of a spiritual language, just begin to pray in the Spirit. Those of you that are just right now believing for more of God and the gifts of God in your life and the outpouring of the Spirit, begin to pray with understanding. Right now, just begin to pray. Begin to pray. Begin to pray into this atmosphere. Begin to pray into this atmosphere. Begin to say yes, yes, yes to the gift of God. Yes to the river of God. Begin to stir up a yes within you. By Holy Spirit language or by language of understanding, just begin to say yes, yes, yes to the outpouring. Yes to the filling of your vessel. Yes to the fullness of a burning vessel. A vessel that is ready for His appearing in your own life. In our church. In the ministries that He's called us to. In all that He has deposited by way of dream and purpose and desire and vision in your heart. We say yes to you, Holy Spirit. We say we know it's not in our own effort, our own ability. It's not in our own might or our own strength. We know it's by the Spirit that these things come to pass. Jude 20. But you, beloved, you, beloved, Build yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Build up, edify, strengthen, build an edifice on the inside of you of agreement in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit. Saying yes to the Holy Spirit. Activating the Holy Spirit. 1 Corinthians 14. He who prophesies speaks to men for edification, exhortation, and consolation. That is to build them up. But one who speaks in his spiritual language, his spiritual tongue, edifies himself. Edifies himself. Church, we know this is one of the ways that we stir up that well. One of the ways that we reach deep into the well is we pray in that spiritual language that the Holy Spirit's given us in that upon anointing. This is one of the primary ways that we build ourselves up inwardly. We pray in the mysteries of God. We pray in the mysteries of God. Thank you, Lord. Come on, I invite you. Just keep pressing in. I'm going to open the front right now and ask for some of the prayer team to come. If you're here this morning and you're just just knowing that you're dry on the inside, you're saying, Dwayne, I want that well activated. I want that well activated. I want every blockade removed. I'm not asking that every person comes forward in response to this, but there's a few of us. There's a few of us that need an activation prompting. We need the leverage of a friend. But others of us, I'm going to ask you to just linger in the anointing, to linger in worship, and to activate your inner man. And ask the Holy Spirit this morning to refresh you, to refill you, that there would be a fresh basking in Him.
that there would be an anointing that comes. An anointing that comes. A richness in Him. A richness in the anointing. That we would be partakers of.